0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Carl Clausen is a pastor, a husband, a conference speaker, and an adventurer, and he has written an important new book, Seven Resolutions, that will help you have a more productive and fruitful life. We interview him right now. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a new friend of the program who is a longtime pastor and radio broadcaster on uh, Moody Publishers, I think has his new book. It's called Seven Resolutions, The Seven Resolutions. Welcome to the program, Pastor Carl Clausen. How are you, sir? Doing great, thanks chaps for having me in here today. Well, I'm honored to meet you and uh, any friend of Dr. Erwin Lutzer is a, is a friend of mine uh, and I'm a big fan of Moody Church and Moody Radio and DL and, uh, Moody, let's, let's go back to the 1800s, why not? Uh, could you introduce yourself to our audience?
2: Well, a quick note on that one. I just got my great grandfather's Bible handed to me and uh, he has notes, chaps, that you would love. He has notes in the back written in 1886 saying, I'm sitting here listening to Deal Moody preach on the power of the Holy Spirit. That's in my great-great-grandfather's Bible that was just handed to me. How about that, chaps? Wow. Isn't that something? And of course— So, yeah, I've got a long legacy. I'm here in Chicago. You know, uh, God radically transformed me in 1984, and ever since then, I've been learning what it is to journey in victory on this path. And by the way, victory in Christ is much greater than the American dream. Don't settle for that one, right chaps? There's more than that.
1: Right, uh, you know, the American dream is, is admirable freedom and economic opportunity, but Jesus Christ is the founder of I think what our founding fathers envisioned uh, and we're still on a journey to reach that. Absolutely. And you know, I am thrilled because I
2: think we're getting to a pinch point here in America where Christianity, we're so post-Christian now that this is a time for the Christian world, the the men and women who find themselves in Christ to be taking hold of his promises. And that's what my passion is now, not to just see people born again, but taking hold of all the promises that are replete in scripture. As C.S. Lewis says, We've, why settle for so pitiful little when the unblushing promises of God are so rich?
1: The promises, did you say unblushing, unblemishing? What, what is that word? C.S. Lewis calls it the unblushing promises of God. <laughs> I like that, he's bold and he, he promises things and we take him by faith. Uh, describe your church and your family.
2: Our church is a church with 17 languages spoken on the south side of Chicago, and it's very cross-cultural and it is dynamic. We focus on the cross, meeting at the foot of the cross. Um, I have a bride of 34 years. I still call her my bride. I have two adult children. And we're on, an, we're on a journey. I was born and raised in Alaska. You, you have headlined it by saying I'm an adventurer. Some might say that I ran the Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race. It's a little race, 1,100 miles from Anchorage, Alaska to Nome, Alaska, back when I was 18 years old. And since that time, I've been on the greatest adventure ever. And that's being a follower of Jesus Christ.
1: That is amazing. I've been to 49 states, but never Alaska and I don't wanna see the Iditarod. That, that sounds very cold to me, uh, but there must be other adventures that, that I can uh, partake of in Alaska besides that one. Uh, yeah. Wh- why does your faith inspire you to go out and conquer the world, so to speak?
2: Well, I was radically transformed by Jesus, chaps. I make, no, I'm, I make no bones about it. I love sharing my story. I was uh, raised in church, but did not know Jesus personally. I'd won a lot of big candy bars, chaps, for memorizing passages of scripture. But I was the guy referred to in Matthew 7 that was on a path toward hearing from God, I never knew you. And in Matthew 7, when Jesus says, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, and he's going to say, I never knew you. A lot of people are mistaken. We leap to, oh, the guy that's bellied up to the bar at happy hour. No, they were casting out demons in Jesus' name, preaching in his name, and doing mighty works in his name. So you can be very spiritually active as I was, but far from God. That was my life. So even after the Iditarod trail race, I spent three to four years working in the oil fields of Alaska. But God broke me at the age of 24. He called me out of darkness, said, are you done running from me yet? And on that day, he set me free from cocaine and crown royal abuse, chaps. And so I am so grateful to God that I've not. People that say that you're going to your fire for God's going to burn out. They don't know the living Jesus that I know. It doesn't have to.
1: So Jesus saved you from addiction, kind of like me. I was a drunk, I was a womanizer. When I was 18, I gave my life to Jesus Christ and he took a lot of that and all that away and and called me to be a preacher. Were you, uh, did you initially know that you were gonna be a pastor or did you have to go to Bible school to figure that out? Yeah,
2: you're like reading my mail here chaps. Uh, <laughs> No, the last thing I wanted to do is go and be a preacher. I mean, that was the last thing I wanted to do. I can honestly tell you that proclamation of the word and and what I'm doing today, that was not my intent. I, I wanted to take my construction skills and go to the mission field with medical ambassadors around the world and actually construct their metal buildings for medical relief slash gospel ministry but they wanted me to get a year of Bible college. I went to Multnomah. It's in Portland, Oregon, a phenomenal Bible college. And it was there that I ran for student body president, not knowing that a student body president had to preach to the student body or else I would never run. But in total fear and really humility and desperateness for God, I preached and God redirected my life through my Pre- college president, my homiletics prof, they said, you gotta preach the rest of your life. So that's how that happened.
1: Thank God they did, because now your career is, is, uh, was established at that point, but now is largely behind you. We're gonna take a short break. When we come back, I'm gonna ask about seven resolutions that will make you
3: more successful. After this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of My Pillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and my pillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I wanna personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly onto you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also gonna include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes My Slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four layer design. The first layer is My Pillows patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three, is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime.
1: Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new my slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your my slippers order. You can enjoy my slippers anytime, anywhere.
2: What I love most about my slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to
0: change shoes.
3: I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own.
0: Empowering you, the grassroots activist, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Pastor Carl Clausen, who is, the author of Seven Resolutions and the website, sevenresolutions.com. Uh, Pastor, you also have a, a survey or a, a data gathering device that people can join for free. Tell me about that.
2: Yeah, we do. It's a, it's at the website, sevenresolutions.com. I, I was so intrigued by Gary Chapman who wrote Five Love Languages that he has a Five Love Languages quiz that helps pinpoint where people Are and where the the person they love are and how they can love them well. But I was talking to Gary about that one day, and he said, you know, you really need to get an assessment for the seven resolutions. So I did. It took us some time, but we've got a through a series of 40 questions, we help people pinpoint what areas of their life are strong, what areas of their life need some growth. And by that, it's uh, It's a fun way to determine some areas of our life that could be committed to the lordship of Christ. And when we get those addressed, not in our power, because the byline for this is where self-help ends and God's power begins. By God's power and by the power of the spirit, we can get change happening. So that assessment is no charge at
1: all. Go and enjoy it. I kind of like the idea. What have you learned from... Uh, either taking the assessment yourself or some other people who have, who have filled in the, the, the Scantron bubbles and, and what do people answer? What does that tell you about our demographics? Well, Scantron, you just told me that you're
2: around my era for, for starters, chaps. Yes. Uh, but it's, uh, it's electronic, but yeah, I, I, the biggest thing I've learned, well, you got good questions, is that the resolution of the seven resolutions that I highlighted, not, not only in the book, but on this assessment, killing sin is the most important one you know we what we do with our sin oftentimes and these are these things it's a word that means miss the mark it was used for archery and jesus used it as well because it describes perfectly what happens with our life we we push our sin into the shadows we don't want to deal with it we want to blame it on family of origin whatever it's a reoccurring thing and by the way we're all in recovery recovery isn't just for a group of people over here It's for all of us. Until we get to heaven, we're in recovery. Don't get the big head. Stay humble. Understand God wants to change us. So as people go through this seven resolutions assessment, oftentimes killing sin scores low because we try to manage it. We try to hide it. We try to disguise it. We try to ignore it. We all do. And God says, bring that thing into the light. And so that's been the one resolution that has Uh, whether it's Erwin Lutzer who endorsed this book, I'm glad you love him, he's a dear friend of mine, or Robert Lewis who mentored me, they both felt that killing sin was the most important
1: resolution in this work. I'm just gonna observe from the back jacket of the book, each of the seven resolutions has two words. So for example, join God, that's like an action phrase, join God, or think truth, that seems important, kill sin, which you just mentioned, choose friends and take risks, focus effort and redeem time. Those are seven different resolutions. Each one has two words. Any of those you wanna jump in and explain? Well, let me pick off the last one because this
2: is a great misnomer. When we think about time redemption, we think about Mandino or Stephen Covey or some other life hacker that's out there right now. God invented time redemption. You go to you go to Psalm 90, oh, you forget. Look, I, I love some of these modern authors and life hackers on time redemption, but God invented it. As a matter of fact, the most profound words that came out of Moses when he was speaking in Psalm 90, the one Psalm he wrote, one Psalm, well, I had to listen to it. He said, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Here's what's insightful. That time redemption that he speaks of there, oftentimes people say, ooh, people that redeem time are wise. No, what Moses says is, if you redeem time, you will become wise. Not wise people redeem time, but rather people who redeem time become wise. So here's the beautiful thing. Not only is time redemption God's idea, It's for everyone. You don't have to be the slick CEO that's got the pocket calendar. Everyone can redeem time. And we need to, chaps, you know, in our day today, just, I mean, these little machines right here called iPhones or whatever you got. There is more distraction on that little tool than anyone faced in the first century, anytime.
1: So I'm also curious about Take risks and focus effort. What what do those phrases mean to you?
2: Ah, take risk is good. You know, I started off this book with the notion that I was gonna write a chapter called Dream Big only to find out God doesn't give us any green light for dreaming big, and here's why. I think walking by faith will take us far further than anything we can conjure up in our minds. Ephesians 3 says, beyond what we can imagine chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. That's what God has for us. When we think big or dream big, I think we're limited by the amount of strength that we have. But when we walk by faith and take risk, then we have the ability to go places we never could. Peter getting out of the boat, he couldn't dream that up. That was a God thing. So it's a Big game changers when we learn to take risk as opposed to dream big. I'm I'm convinced of this. If we are willing to take risk, and John Piper says it this way: he said, Life by faith is risk taking. You better learn to live with it. But if we're willing to walk by faith and not by sight, we're gonna find ourselves taking risk every day. And that's the jazz and the joy of the faith.
1: I think I think you're onto something there. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask Carl Clausen plainly, what is the gospel of Jesus Christ
0: after this? Giving you a megaphone in Washington, DC. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr.
1: Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24, that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows. Like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me afterward. We could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes, he wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you. And your generosity, when you give through our ministry, is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God. Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. And help us supply a matching We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals. And there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Carl Clausen, who is a pastor in Chicago and also the author of this book, The Seven Resolutions, the website sevenresolutions.com. Uh, Carl, we talked about you know some of the two-word phrases that are in each of your seven resolutions. I want to get back to the idea of join God, think truth, and kill sin. These all yeah. all three of those, joining God has an element of the gospel thinking truth is a renewal of our minds and killing sin. Uh, What did Jesus do to kill sin?
2: Jesus actually said, we'll begin with the end. He said, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. And if your hand causes you sin, cut it off. And we look at those verses and we say, well, why in the world would the son of God talk like that? And it's very simply this. We need to take extreme measures to kill what's killing us. You know, you play patty cake with that thing that you're addicted to, it's always going to eat your lunch. If we minimize that sin in our life, it's going to keep getting a win. And here's what Satan does. He baits us with that thing, and then he clubs us when we take the bait. So we got to take extreme measures to kill what's killing us. And that's what Jesus said to do. Uh, With regard to joining God, that is the gospel. We're not called to, uh, God calls us into partnership with him. Uh, The story I like to use is um, I learned how to water ski in Alaska, learn how to water ski in a warmer climate, but I learned how to ski at a Bible camp in Alaska before I was ever really a Christian, but God gave me an illustration from it that's perfect. So I sat down, I got into the lake, jumped in, life vest, (sighs) freezing cold lake, the ice had just come off the lake, and uh, I got the the rope between my skis and my arm is extended and the motor was the boat was ready and i yelled hit it and i'm coming up out of the water and then i broke water skiing 101 the rule the major rule i began to pull up on that handle and the minute i began to pull up thinking i'm going to be able to help something here the minute i began to pull up I went head over heels, felt like three lake trout went through each nostril. It was the ultimate nasal cleanse. (laughs) And uh, then my buddies on the boat were laughing. He looped back around and the adult on board told me the best advice going, not only for water skiing, but for living with Jesus. He said, keep your arms extended, hold on, let the boat do the work. A lot of us are born again, by the way, salvation, not by works so that no one can boast. The only posture that we can have for authentic faith is absolute brokenness. Blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's the way I came to Jesus. I mistakenly thought, because of the Christian culture I was raised in, God saves us, now we better go be good Christians. No, that's a heresy. We're not called to go and be good Christians. As a matter of fact, Paul uh, to to the Church of Galatians says, who has bewitched you? That that you began in the power of the Holy Spirit, why are you trying to work out in your own strength? Great question, right, chaps? Here's the problem. The way we screw up the Christian life is by trying to live in our own strength. Are there things that we do? Yes, Dallas Willard said grace is not opposed to effort, but it's opposed to earning. Yes, we work, but we need to work in relationship, joining God in relationship with the power of the Holy Spirit. And chaps, that's the game changer. And that's why I wrote this book. We live in a world today that's trying to bootstrap it a Christian world. The Christian community is trying to live the abundant life in our own strength and fancy footwork. And chaps, it doesn't work.
1: You know, um, it doesn't work, it's like you said, let the boat pull you up, let Jesus do the work. He is the savior, he is the redeemer. There's nothing good inside of me except for Jesus. And so we gotta, we gotta let the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I used to teach this in my cadet Bible studies back at the Air Force Academy. If you want love, joy, peace, patience, let the Holy Spirit be that inside of you because I am not patient but when he's inside of me, he is patience inside of me and long suffering and all the fruits of the Holy Spirit. They're not my fruits. They are literally mm. him manifesting inside of me and he gets all the glory when he does that.
2: Chaps, you just nailed the gospel. The, the born again <laughs> experience and that growing up experience has to be one and the same. The, the minute we get up in our own strength, thinking we got something to offer God, then we're gonna get, then we're gonna get destroyed. We got to stay in humble dependence on Him, chap. You, you nailed it, my friend.
1: So we have just two minutes left here. I want to ask, what is the, what did Jesus do for us on the cross, and how does one give their life to Christ? Would you pray, offer to pray with somebody the Sinner's Prayer?
2: Oh my goodness, I would. I would love to. Here's the bottom line. There is some people come up to me and say, "Oh, Pastor Carl, I'm broken. I've got nothing, and I, 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 God can do nothing with me." Here's the truth: no matter how desperate you feel, you are probably more strategically positioned than ever in your life for God to do something amazing. And so, if you're there right now, I need you to know something: God wants to radically transform you. And the more broken you are, the better it is. And then you pray, and you can pray with me right now: Jesus, I'm broken. And I'm asking you to save my life. I want you to do this right now. You don't even have to have your eyes closed. You can open your eyes and you can look at a point beyond or even what I'm talking with you right now. And you can say, Jesus, I believe that Jesus died for me because I needed it. Just tell him that. And Jesus, I believe you rose again And here's how you know that, that you can say that, because there is a power at work in you that you can't explain. You've never felt it before, but right now. So say, Jesus, thanks for dying for me, and thanks for living, because you're alive. I feel it right now. And I give my life to you today. Now think about this, count the cost. If you give your life to him, you're turning around off a broad path, going on to a narrow path that's the best path to walk. And now just say, but I give my life to you today. In Jesus' name, amen,
1: and let it be. Amen and amen. Uh, if you just prayed with Carl, we want you to call us, toll free at 866 OBEY GOD, and pray with us. And operators are standing by, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Our guest has been Carl Clausen, his website, sevenresolutions.com and get the book while you're there. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Again, prayinjesusname.org. Please donate when you visit so we can bring you these kind of interviews. Uh, It's so important that you become a regular partner of our program. Click on the recurring monthly pledge sponsor button on the right side. For as little as a dollar a month, you can set it and forget it, become a regular sponsor of this show. Any amount is appreciated. Uh, I'm Dr. Chaps, and we're out of time, but we wanna encourage you to call us for prayer at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. We're here in Israel, in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room and what we've produced? is a four-DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short, 12-minute segments, so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today.